Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Hey, hello everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand with the Modern Cowboy and uh, today I've got a uh, a really special guest on the show. I'm excited excited to talk with him and find out about uh, you know what, uh, how he got into doing what he's doing um, at uh, the best hat store in in Texas. There, uh, first I got to uh, talk about my sponsor. Uh, today's show is being made possible by the Cowboy Surf Shop. Uh, that's the Cowboy Surf Shop in Half Moon Bay, California. Uh, you can check them out at cowboysurfshop.com. Uh, that's www.cowboysurfshop.com uh, again in Half Moon Bay, California, making this show possible today. Uh, so, I found out about uh, Raul Garcia just through social media, um, and the thing that attracted me so much to 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 this guy uh, were his Instagram posts, and he's a hat shaper uh, at hat store in. Uh, in Fort Worth, I'm going to let him tell you about that because I've never met Raul before. But uh, his his pictures and his posts, uh, just it just comes through the love and the passion he has for what he's doing. I myself uh, absolutely love cowboy hats and have been obsessed with cowboy lifestyle since uh, birth, basically. But there was just something special about, uh, you know, his posts and the way he shapes hats. And uh, it's just... It's just a true art. So I'm excited to have him on the show and talk to him about it. Hopefully learn a few things because I've, I've actually got three brand new Americans uh, open crown flat brims sitting here right now uh, that I've got to, I've got to shape up. So hopefully I can get some, some tips from him. So uh, Raul, welcome to uh, modern cowboy. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr. Dan. Yeah. Hey, I'm really excited to, to just talk to you today and, and learn a little bit about you know, how you got started in shape and hats and, uh, and, and just, you just kind of your story. Um, I know you're getting ready to go to college, so you're yes, sir. definitely a, a young guy. Um, so tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, how you got started in it and, and a little history on you. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, I actually started shaping hats about two years ago and, uh, it was when I was 16, I, I got my first job at Lazy J Ranchware. So it's literally, kind of ironic but it was two miles two streets down from the best hat store and uh i learned how to shape hats originally from the guys at the best hat store because uh way way before i was even born my dad has always been really good friends with the manager mr danny adams and uh when he heard about me interested in wanting to shape hats he kind of took me under his wing and uh showed me little tricks here and there and i kind of got started just like that and uh and i I always wanted to shape hats. I think what made me so interested in shaping hats was uh, as a young kid and as something about fathers, I was never allowed to get the hat shape I really wanted. It had it always had to be my dad's style, and uh, <laughs> and I kind it kind of drew me away from hats for a little bit because I you know I was a stubborn little kid and I wanted my hats my way, and my dad told me the day I save up enough money to buy my own hat, I can shape it however I want. And uh, I got my first job in the Western industry when I was 15, working at Fincher's Whitefront in the Fort Worth Stockyards. And uh, because that's where the manager at the Best Hat Store currently used to work. So um, I, my dad's been shopping there for, for years and years. So 
I got a job there, and I just the love for the Western industry really. That's where I kind of grew a love for it because I just saw how so, and I saw the hats how how it works, and I I learned a lot by watching. So I kind of I knew the basics right off the bat from watching the hatter there that shaped hats, mm-hmm. and uh, I just kind of grew a love for it. You know, I mean, I had to start off with uh, all the dirty work with stocking jeans, stocking hats. Uh, going up and down, you know, help assisting customers. And it just kind of grew a uh, uh, urge to really want to shape hats because I love I love how you can fit someone's personality in every hat. And especially with me, because I, I always wanted to get my hat shaped the way I wanted it to. And uh, it just, I love bringing joy to people and, you know, and, and interacting with them, getting to talk to them and just kind of showing their personality through a hat because, in Texas, you can you can tell a lot by a man by the the way they have their hat. So and uh, and uh, and it just kind of from there, I kind of uh, kind of got the urge to do it. And I got my first job at Lazy Day Ranch where you know when you learn how to shape hats, it's kind of well when you start shaping hats, it's not going to be the prettiest thing. Ever. You know, it, it takes a lot of mistakes and a lot of a lot of practice. And uh, so a lot of my hats didn't come out as, as clean as they do now, but uh, you know, it's just kind of having a good attitude towards it and, and just being being able to learn off of everyone. That would kind of – every hatter always taught me that because I grew my hat shaping. My hat shaping really kind of improved when I started working at Joby's Hats. Um, it's also here located in Fort Worth, and it's on the south side of Fort Worth. And uh, they he's part of the American Hat family as well and, and Resisto and, and uh, Stetson and all that good stuff. And, Mr. Joby Sanchez taught me a lot. He's a, a a really good hatter, and he, you know, he worked. He's worked for in the hat industry for over 20 years. And uh, me working there, that's when I kind of took my hat shaping, you know, to another level. Just kind of seeing things that I never would have saw before. Learning learning tricks that that makes the makes it so much easier and more time efficient and and I, I owe him a lot of credit because uh, the best hat store kind of taught me the basics, but uh, Mr. Joby Sanchez kind of taught me the the craftsmanship of making a hat the right way, you know, and, and making it efficient. And I, I love it. I love what I do. And uh, it's I'm just I'm 18 years old and I'm, I'm working as much as I can and, and just enjoying every every minute of it. Yeah, that, that that's that's awesome, and, and you know you can really tell that. Like I said, it, you know, just in your posts and in in the pictures that you take of the hats. Now, um, you, you know, I've, I mean, I've done a lot of things I've, I've, throughout my life. You know, and I'm a lot older than you are, but I actually I actually got a, a job um, at Boot Barn uh, for a few months because I was getting ready to to launch this podcast and, and another product I've got, the Dally King, that's in the team roping industry, and and uh, so I, I, I went in there and just got a job part-time, you know, and uh, started shaping hats there, which is just like you say, it's, it's a, a super exciting, fun thing to do. But I mean, I, I'm just self-taught and I never, you know, never learned anything, but just, you know, teaching myself how to do it. Never been to uh, under a hat or anything. Um, and then I actually went to another store afterwards uh, just to get some more experience in retail. And they had their, their uh, steamer in the closet and they weren't even shaping hats, but I got 
I got in contact with uh, Lee Patterson, who's, who's the rep out here for American Hats, and, and uh, yes. got some hats in there and started shaping them. But I, I didn't stay there very long just because I was there to get some information. And after I left, they they kind of just put their steamer up again. And, and, and we got the, hat, the hats going there. But it's, just, it's, it's kind of a hard thing. I'm in Arizona, and it's a huge cowboy state, and there's uh, tons of rope and, I mean, cowboys here all over. But uh, it just seems like uh, Texas has got, uh, you know, the the hat shapers and uh and uh you know hatters and and just kind of caught that market corner down there yes sir yes it's, it's really big down here i mean it's it's and i mean i what kind of helped me a lot too is i rodeoed i used to rodeo a lot as a young kid and what kind of helps me too is i'm i'm mexican and I, i'm bilingual so i used to do a lot of the mexican rodeos as well right and that's that's actually a market because a lot of times, what it's a lot of Hispanics love the the cowboy hat, the the everything about it because in their way they're they're cowboys too. They rodeo a little differently, and uh, so me being able to do that, I kind of was able to reach out to a market that really wasn't reached out to, and uh, because the language barrier can sometimes be there because right now I work for American, uh, I work for American Hat Company. And, uh, and that's actually what kind of got me the job is, uh, was being able to reach out to these different cowboys who, who don't speak English too well, but also give them that style too, because Texas is really big on hats right now. And it's, and in all honesty, I think this is the best the hat industry has ever been right now. And a big part of it has to do with social media. I mean, yeah. right. We live in a world where everyone's on their phone and, and uh, everyone's seen, you know, the latest hat or the newest shape that they like, and it's that's, I think that's what's really key because the in in Texas hats are, has always been big, but now we're able to reach out to a different market in these different states because we have social media, we can ship out and do all that cool things. Absolutely, yeah, and I, I agree. And that's one of the reasons I started this podcast too, Modern Cowboy, just because of social media and digital marketing and, and uh, the ability to just reach out everywhere. Uh, and like I, like I was talking to you before we started the show, um, I did an interview earlier today with uh, Mike Crouch over in uh, Italy. He's in Hivasso, yes, Italy. And, you know, team opens big over there. He's running the world series deals. And uh, it's, uh, you know, I mean, the Cowboys always been an iconic figure, um, you know, but it's an, it's an iconic figure worldwide. And I just, I love, oh, to, see what, I, I love to see what's happening with it. And, um, I'm, you know, love being a part of it. Uh, now in terms of like, uh, you know, shape and hats, do you prefer, um, you know, felts, furs over straws, or do you have a favorite hat to shape or? Oh, uh, well, it's kind of, it's kind of tricky because right now, when you shape a lot of straws, you kind of get in that in that mode of man. Straws are so easy, you know. I mean, it. And in my personal opinion, straws. If you know, if you're confident and know how you know what you're doing shaping, I think straws can be very easy. Mm -hmm. But straws, you're gonna have to probably knock it out the first try because they're not as forgiving as felts. And uh, felts, you know, you, you're able to play around with it a little bit more if your if your crown comes out maybe not so even as you want it. You can kind of shift it over. And the felt kind of hides it, especially if you have a really good quality uh, felt, which the American Hat Company, their their felts are hands down the best 
belt size shape. You know, I shape resist all the shape sets in this thing. Just their bodies on them is is amazing, and I and I'm actually really lucky that I, I get to shape Americans because uh, I've I shaped other hats, and my my personal favorite are the Americans. So well, right now you, I would it, say. Let me just say this there too. I've got a, one of the Americans I've got here is a uh, 40X pecan, and I I got another hat from another custom hatter before I got these uh, shipped it to me. And um, and I, I I you know and I've I've had a lot of custom hats made over the years too. And and uh, but this is the first 40X I've ever had. But I'll, I'll tell you, you're you're so right in that in terms of the the quality of that of that body. It's you can just see and feel the difference. Oh, yes. I mean, you compare our 7X to any other 7X, and you, I mean, it's just so noticeable, and the feel, mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I, I love them, you know, I think they're the best hat, and best hat made, and I, and I was really, you know, I kind of always been biased towards them, because uh, as soon as I, I, I started getting into shaping hats, I worked at a hat store that didn't sell American, and in the stockyards, I see a lot of these American hat patches, and it just, grabbed my eye and then I, I started doing my research and I started you know asking a lot of questions and I just I, they're great great hats you know they're they're made tough and you know the better the quality the better they get you know but what I love about them too is you can feel the difference between every quality you get from a 7x to a 10x 15x 20 you feel the di- you you know it's not like some hatters or hat companies you can't really tell the difference between a 10x and a 7x right you know because you know, maybe they're they're the lower qualities, but they kind of feel all the same. Maybe they just have a different buckle set. And what I love about American is you you feel the qual you feel the you know the quality you're getting, you know, from any hat you get from if you want if your market's in the range of a seven X or if your market in the range for a two hundred X, you're gonna feel the difference and between every hat. And I think that's pretty cool because a lot of companies kinda focus on the quantity instead of the quality in American is it's really, they, they really focus on the quality of hat that they, they give out. Yeah. You know, it's interesting too. I, uh, um, uh, with, with this one product that I've got, uh, the Dally King and a few other things that I'm doing, uh, in the cowboy and Western world, um, I wanted to, to sell American hats, you know? And so I, I got connected up and I talked with, uh, Keith Monday, uh, you know, one day and, and then he's, you know, he, he pointed me back towards Lee Patterson. And the one thing about it is uh, you, you need to have a retail site. And so, uh, you know, I, I don't have a retail site and not really looking to be in a retail site. You know, we go to the Ropens and, and, and stuff and set up. But, uh, yes, sir. but you know, but Lee, he, he turned around and he hooked me up, you know, with these hats I just got from him. But uh, uh that being said, it just, uh, uh, you know, it's just a great company and, and Lee's a, a great guy. And, and I know that, um, Keith Monday, I know that he's, uh, he actually owns the best hat store, doesn't he? Uh, no, that he's our vice president. Oh, he's your vice president. Okay. So, yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Keith Maddox. Keith Maddox. So. Actually, yes. Sir. Yeah. I kind of, I get them confused every now and then too, cause their names are kind of similar. Right. But, uh, but uh yeah yes sir it's uh he, mr. He, mr maddox owns the store owns the best hat store and owns the american hat company as well him yeah. and miss susan maddox yeah so uh so, it, so it, it's a cool deal oh yeah absolutely yeah so um now in ter- so so basically what you're saying is uh between the straw and in in the felts uh 
the felts are more forgiving and straws can be easy, but you got to get it, you got to get it done right the first time. Um, I, I've, yes, noticed, I've noticed that, you know, and if you get it like in the crown, sometimes trying to get the crown, you know, for me to have the edges smooth all the way around, uh, if you have to kind of go back over it or let the hat cool down, does that, does that create, create problems or? No, sir. And I honestly, it kind of refers back. You can be Mr. Joby Sanchez, where, I, where he was my boss. He always told me this. You can be a really good hatter, but your steamer is 50% of you. And a lot of hatters kind of – and that's, that's huge because the reason my hats are able to come out so clean is because I have a good amount of steam. Cause, and that's really important on straws, you know. Right. And that's also – I forgot to mention that because your steam is, is what's going to make the material soft. and if you don't have enough steam, maybe sometimes your creases aren't going to come out as smooth because, and your hats might start breaking because, uh, you know, they're where the, the Americans are double dips and the poly uh, lacquer, which no other company does it. So with that being done, it doesn't necessarily make it hard, but steam's very important, you know, and that's that's one thing that's really not said, and it's it's definitely a big factor, especially on straw spells. You know, it's good not to oversteam a felt, but it won't really hurt it as much as uh, a straw if you don't have the right amount of steam. So, so a on good a, steamer is very important. So on a straw, uh, like using the the Jiffy steamer, uh, even the like the commercial Jiffy steamer, that's is, yeah. is that is that really even enough steam in your opinion, uh, as opposed to having like the what is it the Reimer or Reimer steamers? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, it can be enough. But it, it just takes a lot. It takes it's gonna take a lot of steam to to uh to make it look or to get it where the where you want the hat to be to shape it. You right. know? And uh and that's also yes, sir, because uh I mean it blows out pretty good decent steam with the Jiffy steamers, but it's gonna take you you're gonna you're gonna need it to be sitting there for a good while getting it the the right of temperature you where you want it. Right. Where I definitely you, recommend the, the the good size steamers. The yeah, the, I think it's I, I can't remember if it's pronounced Reimer or Reamer. And I know I know there's a couple other brands too, but Yes sir. When, but yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, those, you, those good steamers. When you step on the pedal and it's it's like a, a freight train <laughs> steam coming yes, out. Yes sir, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. That, and that's that that's really important, you know, it, it really is because uh it kinda down here in Texas you know, like you said, the hats are really huge down here in Texas, and a lot of people try to uh, open up hat stores, and and you know, and it, it's all cool. It's it, it's a great thing to see, but uh, it's kind of what separates the the real hat stores from the the kind of the beginners because people who who are you know gonna sell a product are gonna have to invest because they're not they're not the cheapest things out there. No, you know, they're kind of they're, they're kind of pricey, but it's kind of an investment that you kind of need to take because it's going to help your work come out ten times better. And and that was that would separate a lot of these stores here in Texas because a lot of we there's little small hat stores, but they have the jiffy steamer and it just doesn't come out kind of the way you really want it. And it especially on straws, you need a good amount of steam to make the creases kind of come out smooth and and manipulate the straw the way you want it to be. Right. And you yes, always sir. you always start uh, with the crown, right? Yes, sir. 
And, and in terms yeah. of like, um, you know, shaping hats, uh, you know, if, if, say you're, you're putting the shape on a hat, if, if the person's not there, you're shaping one just to have it on the rack to sell. And then if you got somebody there and you're shaping it, um, then, it, you know, what, tell us a little bit of what's the difference between doing that, you know, where you set it on someone's head with the open crown, the flat brim, you know, what, what are you looking at initially in terms of, you know, lining up and beginning to, you know, start bending it? Yes, sir. So before I, I even start shaping the hat, I put it on their head, and with a little pencil, I center where their nose is at on the the hat. And I kind of I base my crown based off that. You know, I the most important I make the crown as straight as possible. And you know, if it's if their head if their nose cuts a little bit more, say to the right, I kind of I'll shift I'll start my center crease with the uh, you know a little towards lining up where their nose is at. And uh, because, well, the cool thing about us is we custom shape it to everyone's face. So, you know, my hats might not, I mean, they look straight on me, but they might not look straight on you, you know. And, and uh, we all have a different, you know, facial features and, and uh, you, know, you know, different heads. So that's the first thing I start off with. And I, I'll do that and I'll, you know, and I'll do my crown. But what's really, what for me, what really helps me by doing that when I set the brim, and this is what the attention to detail, what sometimes a lot of people might not notice, when you have that little mark, when you do your width, and you know you you kind of, you know you mark your hat or how wide they want it, you get to see if they're proportional to their nose, gotcha. and that's something that that's something that I didn't learn until uh, when I was working at Joby's because, you know you might get lucky and nail it on the first try, but and you might shape it up, and when you have it in your hand, it looks really good. But when they put it on their head, it looks off. And you want to have those edges symmetrical to their nose. So, like, you want it to be the, the even amount. So, one side, if you're going to measure it from your nose to where the the point of the hat, so the edge of the hat, you want those to be the same from the left and right side. And that's what makes the hat look perfect on someone when gotcha. they're both e when they're both even and um and it matches their face well because i've kind of done i've done some hats where i put it i look at it and i mean the shape looks really good but then they put it on their head and one corner might be a little wider than the other the sides are perfect but uh just because that it might be just a tad bit off it'll make the hat look a little off so that's that's something kind of important too. So when you make, when you do your edges, you want it to obviously kind of be even with the crown, but you want it to be the symmetrical to their nose. Yeah. And that's, yeah. That, that's kind of important because if, if one little point is saved, you know, now that a lot of days, the, the sharp edges are really within right now. So if one edge is a little wider than the other, it's going to kind of, it, it, it'll look good when you kind of look at it, but when they put it on their head, it might not look as, as even as you think. So that's well, yeah. kind of really important as well. Yeah. And I, and I can notice that. And I've done that on, you know, shaping some hats on myself and, and not got it, you know, even where I've got, you know, uh, unequal amounts on each side on the brim. And, and it took me a long time just looking at that going, well, what, well, what am I doing wrong here? And, and not that I've even got it down or got it right because, you know, I, I'm not a professional hatter, but um, I do like to shape my own hats. You know, it's, it's just, yes, and I, and for me, you know, it, sometimes it takes, I'll shape it, but then it takes a, a week or two weeks or three weeks of, you know, wearing it and kind of playing with it. And I don't know if, 
if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but you know, sooner or later. Oh yes, sir. I mean, yes, sir. I mean, because and that and the cool thing that's what makes a hat. You have obviously, you know, as a hatter, we're gonna. I want to shape it as straight as possible and make it look as good as possible. But what makes a hat a hat is when you get some character on it. You kind of, you know, over time, my right side gets a little lower because when I take off my hat, I always grab it from the right side of the brim. Right. And, you know, it's not the correct way to take off a hat. You know, there's the 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 right way that that they tell you to you know grab it by the side of the crown and lay it down. You know, but you know, just over I wore hats so much it just became a habit. And uh, but and the, I could be messing with my hat all the time. You know, but that what makes your hat your hat. You know, right. having your own characteristics, your own character, and putting character to the hat. You know, so that's I mean, it it does take some wearing. You know, and especially with all these cowboys they're so used to seeing their hats their way, you know, and uh, you shape it up and it just kind of just takes some wearing. It takes some, some mileage to get it the way you really want it. So yeah, I'm, I'm right there with, I'm right there with, you know, sometimes I'll shape a hat and it'll be really straight on me. And I just kind of, I don't have the, you know, like something's off with it. And I, it takes me about two or three weeks, you know, <laughs> of wearing it. And, uh, and I'm like, all right, it, it, it gets it done. It gets the job done. So I'm right there with you. Yeah. You know, the other thing too, like for me, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not really a big guy, but I wear a seven and a quarter, you know, long oval and, and, uh, but I've, I've never liked super big brims and I've always worn like a, a four inch brim. Um, then I know the, you know, the four and a quarters and four and a half started getting more popular. Uh, but yes, sir. for me, it's just, I've always just kind of been stuck with that, with that four inch brim. Uh, do you, do you, do you get, you know, a lot of different requests for the, for the brim widths or? Do you, yes, sir. Um, actually, I used to wear four and a quarter when I was, I mean, I'm still young, but when I first started shaving hats, right. I started to get four and a quarter. And then, um, I just kind of, my dad always wore a four inch brim and, you know, I just kind of tried, tried that brim size with my shape on it. And I just kind of fell in love with it. And, uh, but that to me personally, what's really in right now is a four and a quarter, four and a right. quarter inch brim is kind of, it's not too big, but it's not too small. Right. And, uh, and it's a good size. I mean, I, if I had to wear it, I would wear it, you know, uh, but, uh, I just, I'm right there with you. I'm a fan of the four inch brim. I just kind of, I think, so, I think it looks a little bit classier and, you know, and to me, I'm a, I'm not, I'm only five nine and I just, I'm not too big of a guy and, and I have a small frame and I, I think those four inch brims, he just kind of fits me better. But all my buddies that are my age, four and a quarter is what they like. And it fits them good too. You know, it's a good size. You know, if if you're from the rough stock arena or the time time event arena, right. so it, and in Texas it's really big down here the the four and a quarter. Yeah, and that's for me. I'd always I'd look at guys, you know, and they're wearing a four and a quarter. I'm like, man, that hat looks good on them, you know. But then I put on a four and a quarter, and it just kind of looks like I'm, you know, wearing a, a tent or something on my head. But yes, sir, yes, yeah. sir. Especially all, when you get so used to, if you get used to seeing yourself in a four, it's gonna hard. It's gonna get hard to change it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest biggest deal with me, and I, and I'm way past eighteen, so uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I'll still I'll change a lot of things. There, that's for sure. But but that that's one of them. One of them I I, I don't want to change. I just I love that four inch brim. Um, so you you said that you you were rodeoed a little bit in, in high school and stuff. I mean, man, you're just getting out of high school now, aren't you? Or? Yes, sir. Yeah, I just graduated. Um, this uh. Last month, I graduated and I uh, part of the 2018 class, and uh, I used to rodeo a lot, 
but uh, and I still have my horses, but my parents kind of wanted me to drift away because I used to, you know, ride spears and and especially the Mexican rodeo, it's a little bit more dangerous. Oh yeah, uh, uh, just kind of doing that, and I that's really what my family's passion's at, you know, doing that uh Mexican uh the Mexican rodeo, and I I kind of grew a passion for it, and it just made me love the the rodeo side of it even more. And, uh, but I stopped, you know, and, uh, I started pursuing a baseball and, uh, I gained a baseball scholarship out of it. And, uh, it's, uh, free money for education is always good. So I'll, I'll be playing baseball this, uh, this spring and I'll see how that goes for me. No, so you, so you got a, uh, uh, scholarship for baseball, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, cause I always wanted to go to school for, uh, my majors of business and marketing mm-hmm. and, uh, and because I want to, you know, the business side of it. I love it, and uh, especially with uh, with my hats, and uh, and maybe one day I can work for American, you know, and kind of be a VP for them. But yeah. uh, yes, sir. So it's a it's it's a cool deal, you know. I kind of I miss rodeoing a lot. I definitely do. But uh, I gotta. But I, I kind of gotta work with it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, very cool, man. That's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, it's just, there's just some, I, I, I could just go shave hats every day, you know? Um, it's, uh, it's something that it's just for me, uh, it's very relaxing too, for me. Yes, sir. sir. It can be relaxing, but it can be stressful, you know? Yeah. uh, Yeah. I, I I can see that too, because you know, the short little periods I I went and just did some, you know, undercover uh, work there in the boot barn and in the other, the other store, just, uh, shape of the meal you get one going and it's not going quite the right way maybe and the customer is going hey you know there you, you could kind of see it in their eyes and and so yeah that can yeah. be stressful too but but uh yeah so how many hats are you shaping a day anyway oh i mean we the best hats we're pushing out of all the hats and especially shipping out because we're owned by american hacko so any order that someone does through american we shape and ship it out so that's a little fun fact that, you know, if you order a hat through American it's gonna, and you get it shaped, it's going to be shaped by us. And uh, so, I mean, we shape close to, uh, we'll, what would we say? I mean, just one Saturday, we, I think we shaped close to 80 hats. Oh, man. Just, just on, on one Saturday, you know, and there's, there's four, four hatters there, so. You know, we just kind of get rock and rolling. It's not even including our online orders, so uh, so uh, it's it's a it's a cool deal, you know. And I, I like it because every hat shape's different, um, and it's the cool thing about it is that I learned so much because being in the stockyards, you get a different it's a it's a different environment. So you know, you get your your old school cowboys, or you get your you know with the traditional cattle increase with a short straight look and then you get your your fashion hats you, you get your fashion hats for the females and you know those are always cool because that's something that i didn't get to do as much and i and i love it because it's a whole different shape you know these yeah. uh the, fa- the fashion hats that are kind of coming in strong right now and, and i love the way they look on females you know they look really good on, on females and uh, and you know so me being able to kind of learn how to make different ribbons and and uh and different shapes it's that's what i'm kind of excited on you know on learning more because i'm i know the basics on some fashion crowns but uh there's still a lot of them that i kind of don't know how to do yet and i'm learning and 
and it, it, that's what I, I kind of enjoy doing the most right now. Yeah, I think I think I saw one hat you 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 did with the uh, on the on the sides on the crowns. You did hearts on them, and I, and I don't know yes, if that, I don't know if that's fashion crown or not, but it, but it, you know it just it looked really cool, and, and you know my wife loves hearts, and I actually showed that to her, and she thought it was really cool. Yes, sir. Yeah, but I I agree yes, with you. I agree with you too with all the uh, the women's hats. Uh, you know, in these these women's fashion hats that are coming out the. I don't know if they're fedoras as much or just, or the, and the cowgirl hats too as well. Um, but yeah, I think they're super cool. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're fedoras and, uh, and yeah, yes, sir. It, it is pretty cool. And yeah, the heart actually, it's kind of, it, for a while, it was really big down here. A lot of these, uh, these guys, uh, more in the Hispanic, uh, the Hispanic marketplace. Cause his, the one thing about Hispanics is they want, they always want something different and something flashy, you know, poppy. So when I was working at uh, Joby's Hats, I mean that's where I learned how to do the heart so good because they always they saw the heart and they were like, oh, I want the heart. So yeah. it was it was pretty big. It was pretty big down here, and uh, and I was and I obviously they look I think they look really good on females as well. But uh, yeah, a lot of guys were wearing hearts down here on the side of their hats. So it's uh I learned how to learn how to do it. It's a little I mean it it sounds complicated, but honestly it's just it's a little tricks here and there that it, it's not that hard to do it, but. Uh, it just takes some some practice, you know. But uh, yes, sir. Um, the fashion hats are are kind of in right now, and and I enjoy doing those as, as you know. But I love my my traditional cowboy creases too, you know. And it's one of those where I'm kind of I'm blessed enough to do it, and and uh, I'm glad my since I was a young kid, like I said, I worked at a at a retail western store, and the best hat store was always like the best hat store right here in Fort Worth Star Church. Right. And uh, and I always wanted to work there, and it just it kind of I had to kind of build my way up. It took me working at one store, and you know then it, from that one store I ended up going to a bigger store, and uh, and put, they push a lot of hats. I mean they push a ton of hats, but it's more you know they Americans are number one seller at Joby's hats, but it's right. also resist all Amer uh Stetson Twister, and when uh I got the opportunity to uh you know there. Mr. Danny Adams, the manager, was like, "Hey, you know, uh, we have a job opening, and it's you know, if you're interested, you know, come interview." And I, I interviewed, and you know, and it was just kind of it's kind of cool working there because I uh, they didn't they didn't have a Hispanic because the Hispanic culture or a clientele is really big here in Fort Worth. So right. me being able to you know uh help them with that language barrier and help them with the Mexican clientele it, it's it's really cool because you know they you know I the customer service has always been key to me you know I want to give everyone the, the a good working uh a good experience shaping the hat you know because that's all that's what it's all about the customer yeah you know and sometimes my some hatters can get frustrated because um the customer is being really picky which but I don't really mind it because that's, you know, they're going to wear this product. Um, I mean, some guys wear it every day, you know, right, right. and, and it's just kind of being, being patient, being patient and, you know, and working with them and just ha having a good attitude because I know I used to work with some guys that would get so frustrated and, you know, and because this customer would say this one size a little lower and, and it, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I mean, the hat right. would look good regardless, but it just kind of just being able to work with them, being able to, you know, just kind of not just be patient, you know, and just kind of control 
you know, know what you're doing and just kind of in a good attitude. Right. Right. That, that's yeah. the biggest part of it. Yeah. And it's like you say too, I mean, cause I, I know, I know how I am and I'm, I'm sure you're the same way. You know, you're, you're buying a new hat and you want it to look good and you want it to look right. And you got uh, you know, a certain way you think it's going to look and, you know, in, in, in the short little time I, I did what I did, you know, people go, yeah, well, I, you know, this, I want this up here. Or I want the crown like this, or don't want this as tall, or, you know, I want my back dipped or whatever. And it's like, yeah, you just got to make the customer happy, you know, and hit it yep. with, hit it yes, with sir. some more steam and, and put a bend in it. Right. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is too. You know, and it just, and that's something that, you know, I, I learned over the time is customer service. It's, yeah. it's just really key, you know, and, and because without, you know, without good customer service, no one's going to come back and get a hat no matter how good you shape a hat, you know? Yeah. And because uh, there's always someone else that can do it. So it's all about being being good with your customers and uh, and just kind of making the most out of it and treating, treating them all the right way. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, the uh, in, 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 you know, just in looking at, you know, Googling around and looking at hats and trying to find places, I mean, for for me, and I mean, I and I spent a lot of time, you know, researching on the internet and looking up, you know, cowboy gear and whatever. But I don't think I've I've found anybody or any other hat maker or anyone uh, that you know does posts like you do because you post pretty much it's all hats and hat shapes, you know. And then you do you will post a uh, you know a picture with you know a, a client or, or or two here and there, but and and you do the multiple shots on your hats which I think is, I think it's a huge service to, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, who you're working for and, and just to the, the cowboy hat industry, because I don't, I don't see, I just don't see that, um, anywhere else. And I, maybe I'm missing it. I don't know, but I've, I've Googled it nine ways this Sunday, uh, many a time just trying to find you know, <laughs> hat shapes and stuff. And, and, uh, you know, I mean, you're, you're a young 18 year old guy. And, and, uh, I think that you've, uh, you got a great, great talent and a passion for it. And I just, uh, uh, you know, I appreciate it because I can, I can go on Instagram and go, Hey man, let's, let's see what Raul is going to post today, you know? And, and it's, it's, yes, sir, yes, it's sir. Really, I really appreciate that. It's really, really cool, man. And I just, um, I'm, I'm happy that I found you and I'm, I'm glad you, you agreed to come on too and, and, and talk to us. Um, uh, so we're getting kind of close to the end of our time here now. Um, okay. when, when do you, when do you start school and are, and are you, plan, uh, are you planning on, um, uh, are you going to be in Texas? You going to be able to be at the, uh, the best hat store still while you're in school or no? Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll be, um, in Belton, Texas. So it's only an hour and 30 minutes from Fort Worth. And, uh, I got my schedule set up where, uh, it's Monday through Thursday and Fridays. I'll be able to work and, uh, be able to work the weekend and head back to school. And I got later, uh, I got later classes. So Monday, you know, if I have a, if, you know, we're jam packed on a Sunday and I don't leave, to go back to campus pretty late uh, i'm able to still get catch up on some sleep and head to my classes and uh, get that done because right now the i'm i'm really thankful as well because i'm with the company that is encouraging me you know supporting me on going to college and they'll, they'll work around my schedule so that's that's the biggest thing why i, I love the american hat family because they know as a young kid education is really important you know and i love shaping hats but, yeah. you know maybe one day with that education i can take it to another level and you know maybe be a uh, you know, I love marketing, as you can tell, you know, I love, yeah. uh, you know just kind of showing, putting out different shapes, you know, and, and you know, if a customer wants to, wants to, doesn't know what the exact shape they want, they can just go on my Instagram, screenshot it, send it to me and we'll get it done. So yeah. that's, yeah. That, I, that's, that's really key, you know, why I do that. But, um, 
So yes, sir, I kind of they're I'm really thankful that they're supporting me with getting my education and uh, and uh, working with me, you know, with my schedule. And uh, so yes, sir, I'll still be working at the best hat store during yeah. the week uh, during the weekend. Well, that's great. That's great. Well, hey, Ralph, I wanted to, you know, thank you for for coming on. I know that I know that your I know that your favorite hat brands American. What, what's your favorite boot brand? Boot, a- oh, um, I would say uh, I love Olathe. They're uh-huh. the most comfortable boot. But uh, I have a buddy that he works at the best hat store, and before he started shaping hat, he works for Fernelia. Oh yeah, okay. and uh, yeah, and he said that uh, I just ordered me a pair of boots, so I'm interested to see how they how they feel in front of their they're really well-made boots and uh they look sharp you know so yeah, yeah. but as of right now i would say lazy because i there's just something about them that when i they're just so comfortable so i would i would definitely recommend them you know they're if you haven't owned a pair i'll definitely try it they make some really nice boots yeah, absolutely how about who, what's your favorite uh western or cowboy movie oh that's i'm a young kid i watch eight seconds so many times as a young kid <laughs> uh i mean i can I can go movie coat for movie coat on that movie, but uh, also, uh, I, for some reason, I don't know why, I love Urban Cowboy too. Now, to me, that's just a classic. I I love that movie too, and I, I'll tell you, I was probably about your age or maybe a little bit older when that movie came out. So, <laughs> yes, sir, yeah. So I mean, and I I love that, and I, I live really close to the stockyard, so Billy Ball kind of gives me that Gillies feel to it. So uh, oh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cool to see, and uh. But yes, yeah, so those are my top two favorite Western movies, you know. But Lonesome Dove is always a classic as well. Oh I yeah, mean, that's, a, that's a that's a classic movie. Absolutely. And uh, but yes, sir. And hey, one, one, when one, it comes one. to oh, go ahead. Oh no, no, I was about to say, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. When it comes to Western gear, I think Panhandle Slim has the best the best looking cowboy fitting shirts. I think that are in the market. So gotta give them some love too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, hey, when it comes to, uh, you know, old cowboy hats or, or keeping your, your cowboy hats around, because I did something recently that uh, uh, I, I've never done before. And uh, I, I put all my old hats on uh, on the Internet, sold them all. Um, and one, okay. I, one I'd had for a long time. Um, now, how about you? Do you do you uh, do you, you know, like put a lot of stock in having like one old hat uh, once it gets to, you know, certain amount of character in it or something or or are you or you or do you like to just get a new hat crack out a new one more often well you know it's kind of it's very tempting you know working at a hat store and you get the freedom with the great prices and not getting too many hats but uh i i try to keep me you know i right now currently i have three straws that i wear right now and it's you know i i love my my uh what's the number under? i think it's called my favorite hat right now is the 5604 uh-huh. it's just a, the salt the solid plain body on it right. and uh I, I love and because all my american hats straw hats have been white right. you know i love the, the white look especially on a four inch rim i think it looks really classic and sharp so that's my favorite hat so i wore this hat a lot you know especially I, i'm still involved with my buddies rodeo so you know if i go with them to the rodeos this is my go-to hat and but it'll get kind of dirty so i have any my my work hats that look kind of you know clean looking and uh and I just kind of substitute them. So I really have three hats and, uh, and I have old hat. I mean, but when I get a hat, I like to wear the crap out of it and, you know, until it just doesn't look good no more. And then I, that's when it's time to get me a new one to replace it. But right now I have three fairly new straw hats and, uh, 
and I have a couple of felts in which when felt season comes I'm I'm for some reason last uh I have five felts and I got me a chocolate and I just kinda I couldn't stop wearing it. It just it goes good <laughs> with everything. Yeah. So so that's one of those deals too. You just kinda you get attached to one hat and you wear it a lot and it's yep. just kinda that's how it goes for me. I, I mean I have a fairly good amount of hats but uh and for a long time, I mean my natural I have a natural uh, 40X, and uh, that's my go-to felt. So, you know, whenever I'm just out and about, I just throw that hat on. Cause I like to go everywhere. I mean, I, I go everywhere with the hat on. Yeah. And uh, so that's my go-to. So, yes, sir, I do have my go-to hats, that are my everyday hats, and then I have, you know, my nice hats just uh, because I work at a hat store. I, I like to change it up a little bit. Yeah. 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 And in, and in your pictures too, I mean, obviously you have a passion for Western fashion, you know, and you're always dressed sharp and, and, and just – you know, looking dapper as can be, which is very cool, man. Um, well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I look forward to, uh, you know, coming down there, you know, I've got, I've got a lot of friends in Texas and, and I look forward to coming down there and I've never been to the best hat store, but uh, looking forward to coming down there and meeting you in. And uh, I've got, I've got to shape up these hats I got. And, and I don't know, you may not, I may just have to ship one or two to you and have you shape them. Uh, we'll, yes, sir. Yeah. It'll be it'll be cool. Yes, sir. Just might have to and, do uh, that. I might. Yes, sir. Because I I've got a lot of requests too on uh making my own patch. You know, I don't know. I know you probably seen that around. You got the American hat patch and uh, right. A lot of my clientele, you know, hey, dude, you should come out with a patch. You know, and I so I'm I'm look I'm in the works of you know coming out with a cool looking patch. You know, that looks kind of cool looking. And uh, so hopefully by then when you send send me a hat, I'll, I'll throw one on there for you so you can kind of rock it down there and uh and uh, it'll be good to go very cool that's very cool well hey Raul, yes, sir, hey, man. hey um we're, we're we're getting right towards the end now um so for, to, for people to find you a best place is instagram and, and what's your instagram again it's a uh, rags underscore seven rags right yeah rags underscore seven and then you're on facebook too or uh, yes, sir. Um, I don't really post much on Facebook. Right. Just, I mean, I post here and there. But the best way to message me uh, is through Instagram. And, and I, I mean, for customers, I always, if you send me a message and I see you're, you're serious about, you know, buying a hat or something, I'll, I'll always give out my number. And uh, and uh, it, it's better communication because, as you know, Instagram, it's kind of hard to look at through all your messages through there. Right. But uh, right. I, I, try to, I try to respond to all. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so anybody that's uh, listening out there, uh, you want a hat shaped up, you want to find out uh, what hat shapes are in, um, check out Raul Garcia. Go to Instagram, rags underscore seven, um, or hit him up at the best hat store in Fort Worth. Uh, you will not be disappointed, I guarantee it. And Raul, hey, man, it's been great talking with you. Um, look forward to uh, catching up with you in the future. And uh, um, I would just wouldn't doubt it if we see you as the VP of uh, American Hats uh, one day. So uh, thanks, yes, again sir, for, thanks again for coming God on. God willing. Man. Yeah. Yes, sir. God bless. Thank you for having me. You bet. And, and we'll talk soon. Take All right. Care. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Have, have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Every Friday afternoon, I hitch up the trailer. Saddle up old rock and ice down a cooler. I drive that old back road until it ends. And the rope and pin. We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs. Twenty thousand dollar horses. Then there's my own stick. Oh, 
although we're all the same the minute we ride in to the rope and pin Down at the road and 